Hello and welcome to a very first episode of a brand new podcast. This is Running Up the Score. I'm John Roeder. And I'm Connor Stefanik. We are journalism students here at Freedom High School at Bethlehem, PA. And uh, just make sure you guys go follow us at R-U-T-S podcast and make sure to visit our website. So first topic, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl pretty much. So, you know, obviously here in, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, you know, I mean, some people consider it a suburb of Philly, you know, that, yeah. that whole yeah, thing. I got you. But we have a lot of Eagles fans here here in, in our area. So obviously, you know, Chiefs won 38-35. Um, crazy finish. Crazy. <laughs> that was, it, it was. It was. That I mean, was to say the least, like as a football fan, I mean, personally, I'm not an Eagles fan, but like just as a football fan in general, like the way it ended, like it's just you see such a good game, right? Jalen Hurts threw for 300, 300 plus yards. He had a passing touchdown. He set the record for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in Super Bowl history. Yeah, he you know, balled out. He played well. I mean, a bunch of those guys did. And then you go and, you know, with that happening, right, you have, um, you know, the Chiefs are driving. They have a chance to go down. They're Were they winning at that point when, when the penalty occurred? Yeah, right. they were tied at 35-35, right? Yeah. So, you know, they're tied at that point in time. <laughs> and so, oh. like, Brunetti. they go down. The Chiefs are going to be stopped on what looks like to be fourth down. That was... Indeed. And then they call that penalty. That was the right call. 100% the right call. But... It's just tough to call that. Like, as, as a non... It. You do not call it. You can't call it. You just... You can't call it. That that same play happened how many times do you think during that game? No, I know. And it's... That's, that's my thing is that... Um, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, it's like... It's just tough in that situation because... Say they don't call that. Eagles stop them on fourth down. The Eagles have a chance with Jalen Hurts, what, in his fourth year or something like that? Fourth year, Young indeed. guy, first time in the Super Bowl. Go down and win the game. And he's going to have a chance to go down and win the Super Bowl. Which I against Patrick I, Mahomes. I think they would have. I think they would have got it done. I think they 100% would we'll never know. Yeah. Because that had, I mean, yeah. especially when you have Roger Goodell who goes out and says that the officiating hasn't been better. Yeah. And that's the call you get. So we're going to bring in um, special guest now, uh, Tyler Frankenfield. Uh, student here at Freedom, big Philly fan, big uh, Eagles fan here. Indeed. So, thoughts? Um, thoughts on the game overall? A really good game played. I think that that call ruined the end of the game. It was an, a great game up until that point. <laughs> but I think within that time frame, you have to give the Eagles a chance there to go down and score. I, I agree with that, but I think I think based on the way that second half went. From Andy Reid's coaching point of view, Amazing. that was that was just out coaching a. That's that was just pretty experience. much that's, pretty much a perfect half. That's a perfect coaching experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the whole idea. I mean, if we really want to talk about you know the stereotypical defense wins championship, I mean, you just look at it straight up. Mm-hmm. The Eagles more total yards, four hundred seventeen to three hundred forty eight that the Chiefs had. Yep. Yeah. Right, three hundred two yards passing compared to the one hundred eighty two yards. By the by, the Chiefs, twenty-five to twenty-one first downs. The Eagles, Eagles led. The Eagles turned the ball over. They they had a fumble. Yep. And the Chiefs awesome. scored a defensive touchdown on it. They capitalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that decided the game. That did. It did. And if you're the Eagles' defensive corner coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, you can't watch the Chiefs go down the field with an injured Patrick Mahomes and a rookie Pacheco in the backfield. You watch him just go down the field and you score. Get the ball back. Go down the field again. Score. score, and you can't make an adjustment. That's that's where I think you. That's where. That's where we lost the that's game. That's where your Achilles. I mean, is. the thing for me is, I, 
Pacheco had a great day. Dude, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I mean, Pacheco's a great back. I never heard of him before. I'm not, uh, what is he? Sixth round pick or something? Seventh, I think. Seventh, seventh round pick. pick. You know, out of Rutgers, <laughs> and you know, goes for 15, 15 rushes, seventy six yards, and a touchdown in yep. the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, he didn't even he didn't even start getting carries really till mm-hmm. week eight, and yes. then it just balled out, and they realized they had a guy. So then there is a big question that that needs to be asked, and that's just straight up. So obviously, Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Based on the stats, do you think, even in a loss, Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP? Yes. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts proved in that game that he's currently a top three quarterback in the league. 100%. I think, I think <clears throat> in my most unbiased opinion, he was the best player on that field. Yep. He made one mistake, but so did every single player yeah. in that field. His I was, mean, obviously, fu- was his was huge. The yeah. fumble was very That was the biggest but, mistake. I mean, and then but the other you talk about coming back from that and being dominant. That's exactly what he did. Yep. I do have a question though. That throw, the hail mary throw that everybody's been seeing I, in the video too. I think that got tipped. You think it got tipped? I think I okay. think his arm was hit on the release. It looked it looked the like, way it looked it like. Just, the ball just didn't come out. There. No, yeah. that's that's what I thought. And I, I thought, thought he just completely slipped mm-hmm. out. Of, like yeah. trying to throw with all his might and just didn't yeah. throw it well. And it yeah. did it, it didn't help knowing obviously his shoulder injury of the year. Like, yes, you're right. Having to chuck the ball that. seventy yards almost down yeah. the field that just does not help well, your case. Speaking of the field, considering he could have the field conditions. That was oh my god! How can you? How can you be happy with the outcome on that game on either I side? I think both sides can mutually agree. If you're Working on this field, it's you know it's going to be your Super Bowl turf. You need your grass. Sorry, you can't keep the field like in good no. condition. Well, it was it was the it was the um, painted areas especially that yeah. were the worst. Yep. But like you know, obviously a lot of the Eagles players have come out and said you know both teams have to play on it. Yeah. Both teams mm-hmm. have to play on it. Yeah. However, like I said, as a football fan, not necessarily an Eagles fan, no bias here. Obviously, you guys are both Eagles fans. But the whole idea is you look into this into the Super Bowl, right? You have. Both, both teams with stellar offenses, yeah. and then the defenses are pretty well matched. Mm-hmm. The yeah. difference maker in this game was supposed to be that the Eagles' defensive yeah. line was supposed to take over the game, mm-hmm. and the matchup that they had compared to the Kansas City o- line. offensive line, mm-hmm. it's just unheard of. Like, they yeah. were that much better this season. Yeah. To not have to have one sack in the whole game among both teams, mm-hmm. and it was because Jalen Hurts scrambled and ran out of bounds yeah. one like, yard yeah. short of the of – the, uh, the goal of the uh, what's it called the um, the line of scrimmage, yeah. and that's the only sack of the game. Yeah. Like the amount of times you see the video clips of Eagles guys pass rushing, like s- just straight up slipping, yeah, mm-hmm. and it I turns mean, into what could have what looks like a pancake, yeah. Especially Hassan Reddick. I mean, oh my god, so, uh, completely no, neutral, undoubtedly yeah. the best the best Edge outside rusher. backer on that team, and if not the best. every time he goes. Completely Slip. neutralized, yeah. and what it did was it made all of the defensive linemen play slower yeah. because they knew they, they, knew couldn't, they couldn't go they couldn't that fast, go and it, full speed, and it affected both. Te- I think both teams easily could have had much at least more five. Each well, team I agree. Had however, like yeah. Yeah. however, again, unbiased, the Eagles' offensive line is that much better than the Kansas yeah. City offensive they're line. Just, they're just so powerful. you can't even say that. Oh well, the the Chiefs' defensive line was they had. What Chris Jones against yeah, yeah. that whole offensive line? Mm-hmm. That whole offensive line can can get zero sacks yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, that I mean, Kansas City that line is... should not have had zero. Should no, not have allowed zero sacks against that Eagles. I don't, I don't know how you can, especially like Roger Goodell, how you can prepare yourself for a Super Bowl and have your field that like that poor. Atrocious. No, it's uh, 
I don't know. That, I mean, especially with, I mean, the biggest thing, in my opinion, it was it was real grass, which is, is huge. Yeah, that's much better than turf. And so the whole thing with Arizona is their big thing is their field is retractable. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. the only stadium in the NFL that does it where their field will pull out of the stadium mm-hmm. to get natural sunlight. Like the amount of time they spent working on that grass to make it good for that Sunday night. And it just, it was atrocious. It was, it was, it was, it was bad. Bad. Off the bat, you could tell, like, it was just... Player slip, player slip. Like even Jake Elliott kicking off a yeah, ball. Yeah, that was so terrible. Literally. That could that ankle. You saw his ankle. Right through his ankle. That was terrible. That could have ruined his ankle right there. That was lucky. He was lucky to not get hurt. But mm-hmm. Roger Goodell needs to fix that. That was awful. No, most definitely. Um, so then, you know, big question: Where does Andy Reid rank all time? Obviously, you guys are both Eagles fans, so you. I mean, Tyler, I know you especially mm-hmm. know back to the days when he yeah. was with the Eagles. Connor, I'm sure you're the same yeah. way. All-time head coaches, where does Andy Reid rank? All-time, I'm putting him in my top five. Top five. I think he's top three. Like, undoubtedly top ten, and I think he's on the bridge of a top five coach. Mm-hmm. I think he might be in there. Well, Maybe at five, but he's, I think he's 100% in the top ten. Mm-hmm. No you, you look at, you know. He's six and zero, all time Eagles versus Chiefs. Yeah, yep. <laughs> whether he was coaching the Eagles against the Chiefs or the Chiefs against the Eagles, that, that is a that is insane. Insane. <laughs> Like straight up, like, yeah. It doesn't matter what team he's coaching. Like mm-hmm. he's like like you said earlier, he just it seemed as if he just outcoached yeah. the oh, Eagles. Yeah. Which obviously the Eagles have a young yeah. set of coaches who haven't been in that situation Which before. Are now gone. Now gone. Yeah, that's Thank true. God. The OC yeah. and DC. However, even Sirianni's a young guy. Yes, yes. yes. brand new to the situation. So. You know, there's different situations you say, you know, could have gotten this one here, that one there. But mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of the day, I, I really definitely agree yeah. that. See, because at halftime of games, players go in there and they're like, we need to come back, especially the Chiefs when they're down yeah. 10 going into the locker room. But you can't just do that. You need a, a guy like Andy Reid to come in the locker room and be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. He went in there, came up with the game plan, and executed that perfectly. No, I agree. I mean... Like I said, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, right? He Super Bowl MVP, but that gives him another ring. It oh, does. Yeah. He's what twenty late twenties? Twenty seven. Twenty seven right now. Yeah. Say Patrick Mahomes, you know, with his career earnings that he's had, the amount of guaranteed money he's given, is he a Hall of Famer? Like, say he retires today, is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Tyler? I think that he needs to. Uh, he already proved himself a lot, but I think he'll get another ring in the next two to three years, and then once he gets that ring, he can retire and be cemented in stone. So, from my perspective, like I just look at it from the perspective of the NFL Hall of Fame loves longevity. Yes. You look at guys like, for example, Luke Keekley, one thousand ninety-two career tackles. Right, he averaged nine and a, almost nine and a half tackles a game, but he's not in the Hall of Fame, which I think he could, he could have been in, in it already, right? Yeah, which but, credit he has a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Ray Lewis played so Luke Kuechly only played seven seasons. Ray Lewis played sixteen seasons, right, and barely double the amount of of tackles, mm-hmm. right? You talk about you know. Their their times in the postseason, like you can't even say like, well, Ray Lewis has more rings because arguably Luke Kuechly was better in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you look at his stats um, in just seven games. Luke, you know, Luke Kuechly had four TFLs, three QB hits, 
two sacks, um, a fumble recovery, three interceptions, whereas Ray Lewis in 21 games, three QB hits, 11 TFLs, two sacks. So the big thing is, is Ray Lewis has six forced fumbles. That is one of the biggest differences. Yeah, but other than yeah. that, you, you look at, at the stats and they're, they're very parallel for almost a double game difference. See, that's, I think though, Patrick Mahomes, obviously only 27 years old, his resume, let's see, let's look at his resume right now. 64 and 16, that's only in the regular season. On top of that, two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs, and two regular MVPs. That's one of 13 quarterbacks that have two Super Bowl wins, and, and he's only 27 years old. You know what Tom Brady was doing when he was 27? Only three Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs. No, no first-team All-Pros, no MVPs, and yeah. people were probably already making a case for him to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, let's be real here. The NFL loves quarterbacks. Yes. They do. And the, and the NFL loves Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes were to have something happen where he needs to retire today, the NFL is making a way to put him in there. And if it's even if it's not first ballot, they're finding a way to put him in the no, Hall of Fame. No, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, you just look at people, you know, obviously people call Tom Brady the GOAT. And it's not necessarily because, I mean, obviously he has six Super Bowl rings and yeah. he just manages to win. But the biggest thing for Brady, you know, he's not the most talented, not the strongest arm, seven not rings. the most mobile. Sorry, seven rings. <laughs> my, my apologies. But Stand around for a second. <laughs> he, you know, he's been in the league for since like before we were born yeah i think like, i mean 2000 that's insane one or two i think two yeah. yeah i think it was 2002 but just the longevity that brady has shown mm-hmm. yeah. and i think patrick mahomes if if you really could you could definitely make an argument that he's a top 15 quarterback of all time all time is is i mean i mean there's there's people that people would say are above him been there and they've been in the league for so long like namath yeah like look at this joe namath 62, 63, and four all-time record. Patrick Mahomes already has more wins than him and has 50 more law lo- and Namath has 50 more losses than he has. He has only 3,000 more passing yards than him. And Patrick Mahomes at 24,241 and 192 touchdowns in his career. Joe Namath, people talk about, they say he's a great quarterback. This this no. is a great quarterback. Yes. This no, is yeah. this is You're an right. all-time quarterback. I mean, and you, you look at it. Namath wouldn't survive in today's game, in my opinion. No, no. There's no way he would have been able to survive with the style of play. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he's just so explosive. Yeah, I mean, you look at the way he was limping in that game and what he still managed to do, like, that's just like... What what happened in that locker room at halftime with him? I think he got (laughs) pumped up with some roids. I need to to know what happened, but I still still see what you're saying. Either way, like, it just shows the inner drive. Yeah, he's been hurt for how many weeks? Exactly. He he got hurt, which week was that? First week of playoffs when they came back in, gets hurt. Goes to the championship, gets hurt again. Goes to the Super Bowl, gets hurt again right before half, and still manages to win the game. He's he's a generational talent. No, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, pivoting off the Super Bowl, you know, where everybody else goes, Vegas this year, the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um, I like it. Good. I liked I liked the difference. I liked how they had definitely more like skills competitions. I, it made I it agree. more about that because. Obviously, for how many years now they've been moving away from being like full contact in the games. Mm-hmm. So I like that they changed it to flag, made well, it a little more. You've been to an actual Pro Bowl yeah. game, right? Yeah, it was 2020. That was um, it was you know obviously nice to see like all these like amazing players. Got to meet Derrick Henry. Got to go see Russell Wilson. And it's like that's awesome. But you watch the that's game, right. 
and it's boring. We left at half. Like we were. Yeah. We we enjoyed seeing those players, but it was like it's not it's not worth staying here. No. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and as of what I saw, like I didn't watch the whole game, but like the Pro Bowl itself, like it was entertaining. You know, you, you the the flag football game, like you got to see these players. You know, they could put their skills on full display. You could yeah. see the quarterbacks with precision passing. Yeah. You could see guys like T.J. Hawkinson had himself a day. Yeah, was... Like just his ability to be explosive, like run good routes, his size, go up and catch a ball up and you know up at the highest point. Like that was... he's like he was able. I mean, even as in the open field, like you can see him try to run. You know, make guys miss that whole thing, without actually like any contact. Yeah. It was very entertaining to see, you know, those guys be able to sh- put, show their skills off in that kind of setting without having to worry about the contact and getting yeah. hurt. And yeah. Because these guys are on huge contracts. Like, yeah. you, you, can't you can't afford to get hurt. In a, especially in a, in a with the offseason like coming off. No, exactly. You can't risk yourself to be hurt and then get your contract low or not get to the team that you The guaranteed money that's supposed to be there, yeah, like you could lose it. The incentive-based stuff that they yeah. get, it's just you, you can't afford it. Th- so the Pro Bowl, I liked it all. The, the one thing that bothered me was the voting. Yes. Yes. There's 100%. no reason for Tyler Huntley to be a quarterback in the Pro Bowl. No, he's. he's I mean, not Q- terrible, but the QBs in general. The QBs great. in general, no, were great. Tyler Huntley, Derek Carr, and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, the only one that deserves a no, yes. Derek Carr I got benched. Tyler Huntley was a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. The NFC was a little better. But Gino made his. De- I mean, Gino, Gino was the comeback Gino, player of the year. He yes. deserved it. Jared yes. Goff. He had a good season, but I don't know. I, I think I'm not sure been, he's a pro. There might be there should be better players, other quarterbacks. Yes, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I get it. They were alternates because obviously the best guys kind of decided yeah. not. I mean, they decided to go to yeah. what Cabo or you know yeah, wherever like, they were vacationing yeah. to. Like Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, they could have they didn't want it, but yeah. your next best options should not be Derek Carr. Or, no, Tyler uh, Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Just, That's, it doesn't make sense. I just can't get with that. I don't like it. Um, so last thing. From an NFL NFL perspective, um, the from the in the Pro Bowl the best catch competition. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch much of it. I saw I highlights of it. I watched, I watched the highlights after. So as of what I took, it seemed as if it was almost similar to like the dunk contest. Yes. from like a creativity yeah. standpoint. I, it, I think I think it definitely is like like the dunk contest, but mm-hmm. I like it because it's more like the NBA dunk contest. They have people that do it, but Let's be real. Who are the people that do it? Like, exactly. like I like that the best catch competition is the big names. You get no, to yeah. watch those I stars agree. do something like awesome. Yes, enough. and it, it seemed like there were there was some creative some creative catch. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm St. Brown. You saw that? I, yes, yes. yes. Was, and then how about was who was it? Uh, was it Juju on the zip line or was it? it no, was, Juju wasn't. He wasn't there because of the Super Bowl. You're right. It oh, was. was uh, who was on the zip line? I forget right now. I can. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't. But <laughs> just the the idea of coming in on a zip, zip line, line and trying to catch the ball, like it's just it's, the creativity was there. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's, I think I think it definitely brings a new dynamic to you know the think, Pro Bowl and it gives give the fans something to watch. Yeah, yeah. I think they can definitely like either like switch out a couple like of their skill competitions add on for the future years. But I definitely like the format of everything. No, I agree. It's like a week long like. You get to do these skills competitions, spend a week in Vegas, you know, all that stuff. Well, that's the thing. Now that there's no more contact, Mm -hmm. why not put it in the middle of the season and make it a universal bye week? Like the NBA. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. I do do think that That way you don't give everyone a week of rest. Well, think about it. Week of rest, you have your big names like Patrick Mahomes, 
Josh yes. Allen, Joe Burrow are going to compete in it because yeah, it they're not in the Super Bowl. You don't have to worry about them being in the Super Bowl yeah. because they'll actually compete in those you, games. You could have gotten a preview Patrick Mahomes head-on-head head with Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That been a, I mean, the best scary. catch you can have, you know, you can have A.J. Brown, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith in yeah. the best catch competition. Yeah. You can yeah. have those guys playing dodgeball. Yeah. Imagine Travis Kelsey in there, too. Exactly. And, you don't, and at the same time, you don't have to worry about them trying to go on vacation because it's the middle of the season. They They're can. not going to go anywhere. Exactly. So what better to do than go to Vegas, spend mm-hmm. a week in Vegas yeah. and, I think, and compete? I think now, like, from what I've heard, Vegas wasn't the best. Really? Yeah. I, I, w- I feel like they should send it either back to Florida with Disney mm-hmm. or I don't know if Hawaii was... Hawaii is too much. I feel like, especially if you're an East Coast guy, that's even West Coast people, like that changes like your time. East Coast is even more. I I think if it's more like, I'm like, I would say like more in like in the middle of the country where it's like good for everyone, but what's what's really there. Exactly. I think think, think that's the thing with Hawaii. The thing with Hawaii is that it's it's so far away that, you know, like I get the guys who want to go on vacation, like it allows them to go on vacation. But at the same time, like, who wants to go all the way to Hawaii in the middle? Of, especially if we're yeah. doing the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah, Who's going to go to Hawaii in the middle of the season? No, Nobody. No, no one's going to. So you, you put it in Florida. You allow everybody to go in, and it's it makes for a good especially game. Especially because, like, from my standpoint, when I went to the Pro Bowl, it was in Disney that year. So we got to we got to stay in a hotel that was on Disney. We got to go to the game. We got to go to the skills. We got to, you know, go play flag football there. But on top of that, if we weren't doing anything one day, we got to just go to Disney and spend a day there. Yeah. And that was that was probably like the best yeah. week of my life. I loved it. No, yeah. But Vegas, like, what are you gonna do? Gamble, like, especially like you go like if with the kids that do the flag yeah, football. Yeah. What are you doing in Vegas? Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna do your stuff. But then it's like you have nothing else to do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not. It's not <laughs> worth it. I mean, they thought it might. I mean. Tourist-wise, in yeah. terms of getting people, like fans, to go, I mean, that was—I'm not gonna lie—that that stadium was packed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's the most packed I've seen a Pro Bowl stadium yeah. in a really long time. Oh, yeah. um, so I get that aspect of it, but like I said, put it in Florida. Yeah. You know, put like take one of the stadiums down there, like do it in Miami. Yeah. Do it in. I love know, I like, love Tampa, and Miami. Stadium. Exactly. Put it down Some, there, something like, there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 do it there and, and you know make it entertaining yeah. this episode will be broken up into three parts this wraps up our first part about football if you're interested in our basketball and baseball segments they will be in part two and part three thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed